Well, good morning, everyone. Week seven is over, and so we're going to spend some time recapping week seven, look at waiver wires and news and notes. And I get a chance to sit down and talk with Jed Lamb today. Jed, good morning to you. Good morning, brother. Good to see you. Well, more so, did you sit there and watch the entire Bears game? Uh, yeah. Do we, we, let's just not talk about the game last night. Because oh, it was, was terrible. Oh, it was torture. You know, and I, I said, <sighs> I mean, Jimmy thought, they had a chance, and I'd said, I mean, they had a chance. You know, honestly, the defense played really, really well, kept them in it for a long time. They just could not catch a break, and you cannot yeah. win when you're starting with the ball at your 10-yard yeah. line every yeah. possession. It's impossible. Yeah. Because you know who the star of that game was, right? Who? The punter. <laughs> he was oh, yeah. so he good. That, did he set a record with that? It was like 60-some yards. That, yes. That was huge. Every single time. And they showed on Monday Night Football, I'm not sure if you're watching, instead of kicking it straight, he kicked it on the side of the ball. And so when the ball lands, it lands flat and doesn't have this huge bounce. He was so good. Yeah, yeah. They were They were pinned down. I mean, I didn't. It was a tough game. I mean, hopefully they'll have a bounce back, you know. But I thought yeah. Foles actually played decent. He had a, there were several drop balls. He didn't get a lot of help. Basically, no. um, it's, it was too much to ask of the offense. Yeah, yeah. There was this one catch. He over under threw um, Anthony Miller, yeah. and then from that point on, uh, Robinson went out. I mean, other than that, Montgomery cannot. They're gonna have to look for a running back here pretty soon. I mean, yeah. I mean, the one thing I was happy to see was they didn't keep. They, you know, before we saw him always running on first down, and that was like seemed like that was just a waste. But this this time, I felt like they switched away from that a little bit. But Montgomery, he's got a he needs to bounce to the outside more. He's always yeah. going straight into the pile. It's like you got to bounce around that. Oh my gosh! Well, that's over. And so let me just go through some of the news of the day because it covers two of your players, and then from that point, we'll review some games, right? Sure. So Odell Beckham tore his ACL in Week Seven. Out for the season, if you watch that play, Baker Mayfield on the second uh, throw of the game throws an interception. Odell back and tries to stop uh, the person who intercepts it and then tears his ACL. Yeah, that was really sad to see. Um, and I had I had actually been thinking I'd been switching between OBJ and um, Christian Kirk. That was the decision yeah. I was making. And then OBJ went down. I was like, oh, man, zero points. You know, I feel bad for him. He was my dynasty league um, pick, but actually, I'm—he's been on his way down, and so yeah. I've been thinking of dropping him anyway. And Good. So, okay. Yeah. Yeah, because a lot of times I was just going to ask you. I mean, he's in your dynasty. Are you going to pick him up? Or are you going to keep him in your dynasty this year? Yeah. No, I'm moving on from OBJ. Unfortunately, I mean, I think he's still probably going to be a solid, you know, ten to fifteen. Um, range in the wide receiver um, category, but that's not enough for a dynasty pick. And I've got DK Metcalf on that team, so that's yeah. going to be my new uh, number one. I know you how much you love DK Metcalf, and we're going to talk about him more later. Hey, Kenyon Drake expected to miss a few weeks with the ligament tear. And so a lot of times, one, uh, Kenyon Drake has been struggling. He had one good game last week, but man, Chase Edmonds total 145 yards. I don't expect him on anyone's waiver, but if he is sitting there, wow, he is someone to start. And uh, do you think Kenyon Drake will get his starting running back once he gets back? 
Um, you know, probably I wouldn't be surprised if he still was the starting running back because they basically Edmonds was always in in the fourth quarter anyway. And, you know, it kind of works well that way. They basically would start um, start Drake and then switch to Edmonds late. And so I wouldn't be surprised if he got a starting um, job back. But that being said, Edmonds is the guy to own. And so, yeah. as you said, if for some reason he's on your waivers, he should be your number one move. I would spend that, you know, even up to thirty five, forty dollars out of a hundred dollar yeah. budget to get him i'm telling you sunday night i was sitting there watching the game every single time chase edmonds he just ran down the middle and all of the guys were uh, all the safeties all the corners were out there covering deandre hopkins christian kirk he had so much running room yeah i mean he looks really good and so you know for those of you who had drake you know hopefully you had edmonds as their your handcuff because he looks really good and should step right in, kind of like Mike Davis did with uh, McCavery. Yeah. Hey, a couple things. Uh, Brandy Ayuk leads 49ers in receiving in week seven, and it looks like the Evo Samuel is going to be out for a couple weeks. Yeah, exactly. Another switch there as well. Um, in fact, in a couple of leagues, I think what I'm going to try to do is pick up uh, Ayuk for uh, Samuels off the waiver, um, and that's another waiver pick. I mean, he should be one of your top picks there. He should slide yeah. pretty easily into that number one role. Yep. Evan Ingram's not expected to be traded by the uh, New York Giants. And, hey, look, with the trade deadline coming on November 3rd, you're going to hear people like Evan Ingram. I was just even reading rumors. Adam Thielen might potentially be traded. Harrison Smith it might potentially be traded. Emerson Griffin from the Cowboys might potentially be traded. There, there might be some people uh, leaving their teams. Yeah, I mean, uh, Thielen and then Michael Thomas was the other big one for yeah. where they've been talking about. Definitely watch those. I mean, you're going to get production, you know, out of those guys no matter where they go. Um, but again, it just depends on the situation. Um, you know, I mean, I think over in um, – uh, I'm going to blank now. Um, where did they sign Antonio Brown? Antonio Brown. Tampa Bay. Yeah, going to Tampa Bay. You know, I thought that's that's a really tricky situation. There's so yeah. many pass catches there. I don't know how much production you're going to get out of them. Hey, there was an article about uh, Dolphins training Ryan Fitzpatrick to the Bears. I said, hey, that's intriguing. Yeah, hey, man, yeah. Fitzpatrick, I feel bad for the guy. I mean, real class act. He, like, handled it well. Um, but the guy was playing lights out, so it's tough for him to have to sit. By the way, Julio Jones has decided, uh, has de uh, has said that he did not ask for a trade, and so that was the rumor that was out there yesterday. Yeah, I mean, and he's playing better now. I feel like he's getting healthier, and so um, it'll be interesting to see. But I don't, you know, Atlanta. I don't know. Atlanta just keeps finding ways to lose. They probably do have yeah. some major moves and maybe blow some things up. So you definitely watch the trade wires there. Couple of things: Nick Chubb's to return after the week nine bye. Christian McCaffrey ankle practices Monday. He does remain a long shot to play this Thursday, but definitely in week nine, he'll be back. Yeah, I've been waiting for him. I know a lot of people are waiting on him. That's He's one of the guys that could really turn. We're in the second half of the season now, so you're looking for those guys that can really turn your season around or solidify your leader leadership position. And so um, McCaffrey is one of those for sure. Last thing, Chris Carson, another one of your players who is in Dynasty, is out for a couple of weeks. But it looks like Carlos Hyde is dealing with hamstring tightness as well, too. Yeah, that was a tricky thing. I was going to say Carlos Hyde actually was my number one waiver wire pickup. Um, but you have to watch that hamstring. That is a yeah. little concerning, but he looked really good coming in for him. I think Carson will be back. It didn't, I think it was like a, a mid-foot uh, sprain, so I'm thinking like two, three weeks maybe. Um, so definitely hang on to him. No drop him. Yeah. All right. Hey, let's go through some games, all right? Sounds and good. so 
Detroit Lions 23-22 to against the Atlanta Falcons. If you saw that game, it was such an exciting game. Last-minute touchdown to TJ Hawkinson. And so it was just going back and forth, back and forth. It was just a great game. Yeah, well, I mean, the bottom line is it was Gurley scoring that touchdown. Yes. Which that he screwed up. He shouldn't have scored the touchdown at the end. But for, for fantasy players, that was his second yeah. TD. Yeah. So it really yeah. set him over. Um, but really, you could, it's funny. If you watch the clip really closely, he, he, he realizes, tries to stop himself from falling, and he falls in. And then the Detroit players actually celebrate that he went in because they know they got the ball back. And sure enough, they tie, they tie, go for the win and, and, and win off one point. You could see. I mean, he had a huge hole. The momentum to stop, he just probably had too much momentum to stop. They should have just took a kneel. But at the same time, for fantasy-wise, Hawkinson got seven points. Stafford got seven points. Gurley got seven points. It was great fantasy-wise. Oh, yeah. Fantasy-wise, a lot of points. Um, things look good. You know, as you said, um, Kenny Galladay had a nice uh, uh, game as well. Six yep. for 114. Hawkinson and Swift both had a TD. Continue to watch DeAndre Swift. I thought he looked good, yep. um, even splitting time with AD. Um, and then Julio Jones, also a big game, 8 for 97. Calvin Ridley had a touchdown. So nice points all around, but it was a fun game. But seriously, Jed, I think a lot of times we're beginning to see DeAndre Swift uh, lose carries to Adrian Peterson, but he is growing, growing steadily. And right now, they each uh, Adrian Peterson had 11 carries. DeAndre Swift had nine carries with the touchdown. Eventually, I think as the year goes on, we're going to see DeAndre Swift completely, completely take the bulk of the carries here. Yeah, I mean, this is the period of the season where coaches want to see what they have with some rookie players and either position themselves for the playoffs or just see what they have. And so you should start to see some of those running backs, uh, those rookie running backs, pick up more carries. Hey, what do you think about this? I just made a trade last night. Uh, I traded Kenny Galladay and Car um, Hilaire for Christian McCaffrey. Wow, you traded away Galladay. I know you're a yeah. big Galladay fan. I'm a big Galladay, yes. Yeah, that's you know that's a lot to give up for McCaffrey. Uh, but if you have a solid bench, I think that's a fine trade. I mean, McCaffrey is clearly you know top three. Um, you're going to get major production. It's like getting two players. Um, that that's quite a bit to give up. But you know, I, I like that. I mean, I I like swinging for the fences with big stars that way. Well, and the reason being is I had Devontae Adams and DK Metcalf sitting there. And so I said, okay, I don't like it, but I would like – and then I also had Travis Fulcom there as well too. I said, you know what, I'm willing to do it for a starting running back because Kenyon Drake has been terrible for me. Yeah, and see the drop-off from Kenny Galladay to Fulcom is not that huge. Yeah. So that's a really good move if Fulcom slides into your starting lineup. Yeah, Fulcom's playing the Cowboys this week, and anyone yeah, who plays the Cowboys, they're going to kill someone. Yeah, it should be a lot of points there. And you know what? That's a really good point I was going to bring up for anyone who's listening. You know, we're looking for you guys to send in any of your decisions. You're trying to figure out who to start or who to trade. Send us in those questions because we want to hit those on Friday so that we can help you with your lineup, um, you know, uh, questions. And so if you have those, comment on Facebook or we're on Instagram and Twitter. But we want to hear these kind of uh, these decisions you have to make. Totally, because all of us have different lineup changes each and every single week and love to at least give our input. It gives us something to talk about as well, too. Yep. Uh, Cleveland Browns, Cincinnati Bengals, we talked about OBJ as well, too. And, man, I mean, Cleveland wins against Cincinnati. Who are you looking at? Are you looking at Higgins or are you looking at Landry? 
as your wide receiver to own in Cleveland now going forward? You know, I've been a huge Landry fan, but um, actually Higgins is my guy. And actually you're hitting all my waiver wire pickups. That's the other guy I really want to look at. He slid in really nicely there. Baker Mayfield had a nice bounce back game, five touchdowns. If you picked him up as your uh, bi-week replacement yeah. QB, you did really well. But Higgins had six catches for 110 yards, looked really good. And I like that Mayfield was able to spread the ball around. And as you said, they're getting Chubb back. So they're still going to rely heavily on the run game, but I'm looking for Higgins as the guy to pick up the slack for OBJ. In Cincinnati, look, we've, we keep talking about the wonderful quarterbacks we've seen, Burrow and Herbert, but more so, I want to talk about the old guy on Cincinnati Bengals. A.J. Green has really done well the last couple of uh, uh, weeks, seven catches, 82 yards. I mean, he might be someone, if he's sitting on your waiver wire, it might not hurt to pick him, especially if you have a Julian Edelman sitting there or something like that. I mean, he might be a great replacement. Yeah, it's someone to look at in the deeper leagues. I mean, I think Cincinnati, again, Tyler Boyd, he had 11 for 101 and a touchdown. And then T. Higgins is the guy who I played him. He had five for 71 in the TD. But I agree, A.J. Green has, you know, he's reemerged. He's been in there. I think he got, it's a little bit um, matchup dependent. If you know it's going to be a high-scoring game, then, you know, I think A.J. Green is someone who could slide in as that wide receiver three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, it, hey, in terms of rushing I, I, or in terms of Cleveland, going back to all that stuff, David Njuku, is he even someone you're looking at? Look, I mean, OBJ is gone. And Njuku seems to be a hot prospect, just didn't do so well. Are you even looking at him on a waiver wire this week? You know, it's interesting. He compl- he basically asked for a trade and yeah. then he got featured and got a couple – you know, he got a couple receptions there and the touchdown um, at the tight end position. Yeah, he's interesting. I mean, I feel like tight end, you know, we as we said, has been a strong position. So there's probably some others I would look to first. Um, but if you're desperate on a bi-week replacement, he's not a bad option. Got it. Hey, Carolina Panther loses to the New Orleans Saints 27-24. to The question I actually have is, Michael Thomas, why? I wonder why he is not working out well. I mean, it looks like he probably won't be playing in week eight as well, too, uh, with his hamstring tightness. But there is something going on in New Orleans, and I, I may need to look a little bit more in terms of why it's just not working out as well. Yeah, I mean, Thomas is definitely not pleased. Um, I do feel like Breeze, you know, he had a decent game, 287 yards and two touchdowns. I feel like you've seen the drop-off with him. We've talked about how as, as players get older – it's not usually a gradual decline. It's just kind of a sudden falling off the cliff. And I feel like with Breeze, he's not hitting those deeper bombs as much. Um, they still pulled out the win, which was impressive. But, yeah, I do feel like if you have Thomas, you got to be a little concerned. Um, obviously, he wasn't in. He didn't play. And so they didn't um, you know, feature him. But we'll have to see once he gets back in there what it looks like. Hey, Chad, this is where I messed up on my wife's team. All right. She had to figure out whether or not she was going to play Cam Newton or Drew Brees. And so when I found out that Michael Thomas and Emmanuel Sanders were not playing, I said, match up alone, Charlene, play Cam Newton. He's been okay so far. Man, Cam Newton was terrible. <laughs> she could have won. She lost by 15 points, and Drew Brees got about 23 points. Yeah, yeah. Brees still had a couple touchdowns there. That's a tough one. I mean, both options. Really, if I were you, I would tell her she needs to look for another quarterback option because between those two guys, that's pretty tough. Yeah. Um, but you're right. Between those, uh, you know, Newton had a tough week. But, you know, Drew Brees is still going to – he's still a solid, but he's still going to probably be in that 10, 11, 12th 
ranked uh, quarterback. So you still probably could be okay um, with him in there, but he's not going to have those big, huge games that he used to. Yeah. Hey, Buffalo Bills, 18-10 over the New York Jets. More so than one player that I want to talk to you about. Look, we're not talking about any Jets players here. Buffalo Bills. Josh Allen, I mean, are you concerned there with Josh Allen? Yeah, I'm really, you know, it's funny. I was talking about how I kept feeling like I missed him. And then these last three games now, he has not looked as sharp. They, you know, they, they, they well, actually, I should say they lost, but he still put up points. Um, so you're still getting the points there. But it's a little bit interesting what's going on in Buffalo. We'll have to see. They got a big game coming up against New England. So we'll have to see what happens. Um, but I'm a little bit more down on him now. Look, I have uh, Justin Herbert sitting on my bench for the last couple of weeks. Josh Allen started every single game. I think I'm starting Justin Herbert this week. Man, Herbert has looked great. He's definitely you know, filling up the stat sheet. Um, and again, as I mentioned, he's the leader now for Rookie of the Year on the offensive side. And so, uh, I, yeah, that's not a bad option to start at all. Dallas Cowboy loses to the Washington football team. Andy Dalton gets hit hard by former Bear middle linebacker John Bostick. Uh, more so, I think a lot of times, are you playing every single person that's playing against Dallas now? Yeah, you know, this was, man, what an egg that the Cowboys laid there. I was just so surprised. I thought they would get at least some offensive production. Um, but, man, there, there, there is, it's obviously a mess in Dallas right now. I'm expecting McCartney could get free. Yep. Um, you know, and so, yeah, I, I think you're right. The way to look at it now is whoever's playing them, you're going to get a lot of points because that defense has just been decimated by injuries. They look, they don't look good at all. Look, when you have McCartney coming out and says, man, the Dallas Cowboys should have just defended uh, Andy Dalton. And now a lot of people are saying, hey, McCartney's coaches aren't preparing them. I would not be surprised. It's a one and done for McCartney. Yeah, I'm really shocked, to be honest. I mean, I thought McCartney would come in, you know, have get the offense going. You feel like he's an offensive mind. Um, and really, it just hasn't been there. I mean, they were doing well up until Dak Prescott got hurt, and then it just really kind of fell off a cliff after that. But more so, it does show how much Prescott was carrying the team because he was making the offense go so well because the defense just kept giving up so many points. Yeah, you're right. You know, I think Prescott and uh, Russell Wilson is another example where they just carry the team. They can do so much on their own. You just see the value of a strong quarterback. So hopefully he comes back strong and, uh, you know, gets paid. Yeah. Hey, let me ask you a quick question, Jed. Is, and I saw this scenario on NFL Live. If the Cowboys keep losing, and for some reason they probably won't beat the Jets, they end up with the number one draft pick. You're trading, uh, you're keeping Dak Prescott, or you're drafting Trevor Lawrence? Um, man, I, can I do both? Because I really, I, you know, I really like this when these rookies come in and, and can sit for a year, or, you know, just kind of learn from the guys. I mean, I feel like Mahomes, you know, you had that example. He came in behind Alex Smith, really learned a bit. So if they could keep both, I, I would love that. But I mean, I feel like Prescott still got a lot left yeah. in him too. I think it might be a little early for them to be going after the future, uh, future QB. Oh my gosh. I would sign a Prescott because he's done so good. Trade that number one for at least two future number ones and you got it right there yeah there you go that's that's a good move yeah green bay packers against 35 20 against the houston texans boy the green bay packers come back with aaron Rodgers and Devonte adams they did really really well yeah, Aaron Rodgers, you know, looked great. I mean, it, you know, again, the, the key is to keeping him. They just got to keep him upright. If they can protect the guy, he's going to win games for them. Um, so we'll see. You know, they look strong. I think the Packers are still 
um, you know, going to be a, a potential champions in that division. It's a tough call with the Bears, between them and the Bears. But they looked really good. I thought Houston still played a decent game. You still got some nice production out of that Houston offense. I feel like the Texans' offense has turned around a little bit. Um, even David Johnson had some yeah. uh, decent numbers. And so I'm happy with the Houston offense. I feel like they're on the on the rise. The only thing a lot of times is Brandon Cooks, I expect what he gets. Seven catches, 60 yards. You're going to get around 70, 80 yards here and there. It's the Will Fuller. You're constantly going up and down, up and down with Will Fuller all the time. Yeah, yeah. There's not the consistency there. Really, the main one is Deshaun Watson. I've got Deshaun Watson on, on one team, and, um, you know, he still produces. So he doesn't, he isn't consistently hitting one person necessarily, but he'll still get you your points, and he still can run the ball. And so if you've got Watson, you got to feel pretty good. Pittsburgh Steelers 27-24 against the Tennessee Titans. The big one in Soria in the game. Chase Claypool just laid an egg, and Deontay Johnson just did so well. Got injured, but does not look serious. But, man, what was your thoughts on that one? Yeah, I, I've been warning. If you were listening, this is what I was warning people. People were so high on Claypool, and I like Claypool, but my issue is who is going to pop every week? It's going to rotate because they have so many good wide receivers, Juju Smith-Schuster, Deontay Johnson. And so that's what I was warning is you really can't see him as a clear number one yet. I think it's just going to rotate um, between those players. And so, you know, one catch. I mean, what are you going to do with one catch? And a lot of people traded a lot a lot of bounty for that guy. Um, yeah. But I still think he's worth owning. I just you don't want to yeah. depend on him as like your number one. You will get some good games out of him. He will, and he won't get four touchdowns every single week, but he'll be consistent. Now he'll have some bad games here and there, but at the same time, a lot of times, if you're in the dynasty, I would scoop him up. He is really, really good. Now, oh, yeah. it's Go ahead. No, I, I totally agree. I was going to say I like that they still use him in the run game. Um, you know, and James Conner, I think, is the is the real guy there you want, too, with 20 carries and 82 yards. I mean, he's still looking solid coming out of the backfield as well. Um, the other thing I wanted to say, too, is just on the Tennessee side, um, A.J. Brown, you know, he had yeah. a slow start because he was coming off an injury. The guy is fully healed now. Six catches for 153 yards and a touchdown. If you've got Brown, just continue to ride that because I think he's going to be um, – he could basically be the one of the number one, one, two, or three wide receivers for the back half of the season. I drafted him as my top wide receiver. Man, it took a couple weeks, but him and Galladay, uh, they are doing pretty well for me these days. Yeah, Brown and the Tennessee Titans. I'm I'm a believer in Tannehill now. If you have Tannehill, hopefully someone's got. He's he's definitely shouldn't be on your waiver, but um, the guy's legit. You know, he's really put together a season and a half now. Solid play. Even Corey Davis, I think, can sneak in there as a wide receiver too. He had six catches for 35 and a touchdown. And of course, if you got Derrick Henry, man, you're riding that all the way to a championship. Tampa Bay 45 against the Raiders 20 more so. Rob Gronkowski seems to be doing pretty well and coming back. He seems to be back in game shape. Yeah, what a surprise. You know, I saw him on the waivers on one, and I was looking for a tight end and was debating. <laughs> Didn't pick him up, but, man, he put it in another touchdown and looked really good. And so you're right. I think he's worked his way into game shape. Brady's starting to look his way more often now. And so um, I was down on him first half of the season, but second half, man, this guy could emerge. It might be someone to look at now. Yeah, Scotty Miller got six catches, 109 yards. I, I'm not sure about you. I probably won't pick him up uh, because he's available because you have Antonio Brown. Somebody will have to lose catches. I bet you he's going to be Scotty Miller. 
Yeah, and exactly. And this is a similar situation to Pittsburgh. You just don't know who's going to pop. There's so many good wide receivers now in Tampa. I mean, really, it's an embarrassment of riches. I mean, Tom Brady went from having no wide receivers for his entire career, and now it's like he has so many to pick from. Yeah. It's kind of ridiculous. Yeah. Hey, uh, on the Las Vegas side is I've been concerned about Josh Jacobs. He has not been doing well for the last couple of games. Yeah, the Raiders have had a little bit of a tough stretch. Um, and you know what? They're relying a little bit more on the passing game. Derek Carr is having a good year. And so, yeah, I'm a little surprised with Jacobs. Hopefully they you know, um, feature him a little bit more and you can get more production there. Yeah. San Francisco, 33 uh, against New England, 6. That was a terrible game. Cam Newton continues to disappoint. Look, is there anyone in New England that you're even starting at all right now? Um, well, you know, again, Cam Newton, I mean, he still saves his day with his running game. And so I know that was a tough loss for your wife, but you know, he's still at least someone to, you know, on the back half of the quarterback list to look at. And New England's in really bad shape. Three losses. First time that's happened in a long time. I could see them losing next week to Buffalo. We'll have to see. But the 49ers killed them. I mean, Patriots yeah. were not in this game at all. And so, and on the 49ers side, you know, I feel so bad for uh, Jeff Wilson. I mean, he was having this breakout game, three touchdowns, 112 yards. Um, we'll have to see with his injury. I didn't see, I don't, I didn't see the updates to see how serious, but um, he was going to be the number one waiver wire pickup until he got hurt. But I'm telling you, anytime you have a Shanahan coaching, you just know their running backs would do well. Look at the history of both Shanahan's whenever they coach. Jeff Wilson, McKinnon, uh, oh, man, it is so good. Miles Sturt is good. Even back in the days when they were in Atlanta and Shanahan had Devontae Freeman, they just do a very good job of, run, of working with running backs. Yeah, I mean, the San Francisco running game has been solid. And I think they've kind of found their identity. I think they've figured that out now that, you know, they really want to take advantage of the line, um, you know, and the strong play there. And so, again, I think the 49ers offense is someone to pay attention to. You can get some points there, especially at that running back position. We'll have to see. You know, McKinnon, they don't like featuring McKinnon as that number one. Um, we'll have to see how this shakes out. But that zone blocking scheme that uh, Shanahan's used since the days of Denver – they just do very, very well in the running game. Yeah, I mean, and it's interesting. It takes a certain kind of back because it's like that one cut back. Yep, yep. The ones who are like real shifty don't seem to do yes. it. Well. It's just a one cut. That's why I don't think Tevin Coleman is really a guy to go after um, here. It's it's really the one cut guys. Look at the history. C.J. Anderson, Terrell Davis, Devontae Freeman. It's always the one cut that does so well. Yeah, these big guys, they can make one guy miss and then just plow through. Yep. Hey, Kansas City Chiefs, 43, Denver, eight, uh, eight, uh, 16. More so a lot of times, Patrick, Patrick Mahomes has been okay, but not the Patrick Mahomes that we thought he was going to be. Well, that game, we warned you, there was a ton of snow. So you got to yeah. give Mahomes a little bit of a slack there. You know, that was a tough game. I, mean, I was surprised they put up 43 points. And, um, you know, I think the defense had a score in there as well. But, you know, Philip, Philip Lindsay, um, not a bad game for the Broncos. But, yeah, for the Chiefs side, I mean, Mahomes, he's been good. But as we said before, probably should not have been a second or third round pick. Got it. Hey, are you – no, I can't not uh, say the name of this particular tight end. Albert Okwukbanam, are you even <laughs> looking at him over a Noah fan? Is he even on your radar? 
Uh, no, he, you know, I was, I think Noah Fant is the guy really uh, there that, and also the whole passing game in Denver, I mean, it's, it's a bad situation. I mean, Drew Locke had two interceptions, couldn't find a touchdown. I mean, I just don't feel like I'm confident in who's going to be passing the ball um, over in Denver. Le'Veon Bell, six rushes. Uh, Clyde Edwards had Lara, six rushes. Are you even looking at Le'Veon Bell? No, I've been saying all along, uh, this is not a guy I want to touch. Um, I was, you know, he had some decent production, though, so we'll see as it goes forward. But no, that's not a guy that I'm interested in. Two more games, and we'll do this real fast. Jacksonville Jaguars loses to L.A. Chargers 39-29, to man. Herbert, we've talked about all morning, continues to do really, really well. Yeah, Justin Herbert, I mean, this is a guy that, yeah, I'm, I'm really big on if you – if you haven't figured it out, he should be starting for you if you've got him or if you can get to him. Um, on the flip side for the Jags, you know, James Robinson, again, continues to just be solid. I mean, you've got him. Even his lows are not that low, and this was a solid game for him, 119 yards and one touchdown. Um, and, you know, yeah, I think we'll have to see what the the – quarterback position Minshew is really you know they're potentially talking about benching him so we'll have to see how that plays out um one other person I forgot to mention with the Chargers and Justin Herbert though is um Keenan Allen yeah. Keenan Allen 10 receptions 125 yards this guy's had all the talent in the world and I you know I'm disappointed I missed out on that should have realized that you know I could I didn't realize Justin Herbert was going to be so good which means that Keenan Allen was going to also continue yeah. to be productive because at the same time, when Tyrod Taylor was the starting quarterback, there wasn't that much hope for uh, Keenan Allen. Because yeah. Tyrod Taylor, there was always concerned that he was going to throw these short passes and just run the entire time. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, Herbert, he's got a gun. So yeah. basically, Keenan Allen, he's that deep threat. He can just break, blow by people. And man, it's it's looking really good. Now, the running game is Austin Eckler. Uh, I was watching NFL to, uh, NFL Live yesterday. Austin Eckler will probably be out at least a couple more weeks. They're going to be very, very cautious with him. So, look, at the same time is when he does come back, Keenan Allen will still do well, but uh, Austin Eckler will still also do well, just as well, too. Yeah, I'm not as interested. For some reason, I've never liked the run game um, with the Chargers. I mean, post, you know, LaDainian Tomlinson, of course. But, like, I've just never been enamored with the run game there. I think the passing game is I'm much more interested in. So, uh, you know, I'm the running back position I'm kind of staying away from. Hey, look, I'm kicking myself because I traded Austin Eckler for Justin Jefferson, all right? Oh, that's not bad. Justin yeah. Jefferson's been solid. I, I'm no, no, no. I traded Austin Eckler. Oh. <laughs> oh, I traded Austin Eckler. I, 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 I traded – for Austin Eckler. Sorry about that. Yeah, no, okay. Yeah, no, I, I'm happy with Jefferson. Jefferson's looking really yeah. sweet. Yeah, so uh, forgive me. Yeah, I trade away Justin Jefferson for Austin Eckler. <laughs> okay, that, yeah, that was a bad move. <laughs> uh, hey, Seattle Seahawks, uh, anything you want to say about their game against Arizona Cardinals? We talked about Chris Carson, Carlos Hyde, Chase Edmonds. Yeah, the only thing I'll say there is Cardinals, um, man, you know, they have shown up for the big games, beat the 49ers, beat the Seahawks. Um, this team shows up, but they've also had some duds on the flip side. So it's it's a really interesting division, yeah. um, you know, obviously the best division in football. Uh, but if you have Kyler Murray, I've got Kyler Murray as my dynasty quarterback. Man, I'm set. The guy, the guy he's on pace to break the um, quarterback rushing touchdown record. He has played a uh, score what basically average one touchdown rushing touchdown per game so he has seven touchdowns um the guy is amazing it's been fun to watch if you have him just enjoy the ride yeah hey waiver pickups there's not a lot of hey you got to pick them up i mean maybe carlos hyde or anything who are you looking at for this week's waiver 
Yeah, I mean, we mentioned the guys. The, main, the two main running backs I'm looking at, Carlos Hyde if he's out there, um, Chase Edmonds if he's out there. Those are the two. And I would spend a decent penny on those guys. I feel yeah. like um, you know they're going to produce. On the wide receiver side, well, we talked about Rashard Higgins uh, in Cleveland. And then with OBJ out, I expect him to take over those catches. And then Brandon Ayuk um, should take over Debo Samuel's yeah. um, catches. So those are my four main guys for the waiver wire. Now, if you're really desperate, Nelson Aguilar over at the Las, uh, Las Vegas Ra uh, Raiders, maybe a Bourne over in San Francisco, but those are the ones if you're really, really desperate, but I wouldn't spend very much money on those guys. Yeah, again, depends on the size of your league. If you're in a 12, 14 team league, um, then you got to dig a little deeper and you should definitely drop down um, to those players. Or, you know, we talked about AJ Green, um, you know, in Cincinnati would be someone to look at as well, depending on, you know, how, how big your league is. Yep. Uh, Dalton Schultz, I see him all on almost all of the waiver wires. I'm not sure if he's someone to pick up a lot of times, especially with the struggles with Dallas. Yeah, exactly. I'm, I am mean, who's the third quarterback in Dallas right now? I didn't even look that up. Um, you know, the, the, the Dallas offense right now is in a lot of trouble. If you've got, if you've been depending on Dallas offensive players, you need to start thinking about plan B um, yeah. because it's going to be, it's trouble right now. Look at Ezekiel Elliott has fallen off. Amari Cooper has fallen off. CD Lamb has fallen off. We know about Michael Gallup. Those guys have not done well for the last couple of weeks. Yeah, you know, it's really disappointing. I mean, I still think C.D. Lamb is the is the cream of the crop there. That's the guy that I would want. Um, but we'll have to see how it all shakes out. Um, Dallas is in, is in big trouble. Chad, you know, in our league that you and I play with our dynasty league, Tom Brady's sitting there on waivers. Yeah, I was, yeah, was going to say, hey, Charlene should pick him. I mean, Tom Brady, that's not a bad person. But again, yeah. I think it's kind of matchup dependent. You know, I think he's he's had some big games, but he's had some big duds, too. He's just yeah. not super consistent. I keep telling her, just wait until Michael Thomas gets back. But man, it just—it's been already eight, nine weeks already. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Eventually, you got to uh, go to play. I actually dropped Drew Brees in another league, um, so you know he's—he's he's droppable if you have a different option. Yeah. Well, hey, thank you very much. Any anything else you're looking at for this week? No, I just um, I hope people send in their questions and comments on, um, you know, we love talking about kind of these decisions you have to make. I think it's just, I mean, these are decisions that we have to make, you know, we would, when I was talking about OBJ over Christian Kirk. I mean, Christian Kirk is a tough one. He's had two great weeks now. I'm looking forward to him to see what happens next week. Um, but send us in those questions. We'd love to debate them and help you guys with it. Yep. Hey, follow us on Instagram and Facebook at fantasymatchup.nfl. That's fantasymatchup.nfl. You could please send in your questions that Judge said, and we will talk to you on Friday morning.